0: Thank you for your presence. The Bible tells us that if we say we love God, whom we have not seen, but hate our brother whom we see every day, the truth is not in us. And if the God's truth in its entirety is not in us, we are not genuinely saved. We can have Christian symbols on our cars, wear Christian symbols, quote scripture, pray eloquently and sing hymns and spiritual songs. But if we are not continuously living and applying God's word in our lives, we are not genuinely saved. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander teaches us today. Lies is in the educational system,
1: lies of political correctness. And even in the church, you got lies in the church from false teachers, false preachers and false pastors. You will not be able to detect a lie until you first know what is truth. Number four, Satan's aim is to deceive the saints. Satan's aim is to deceive the saints. First Timothy four, one says, now the spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrine, teachings of demons. Demons can teach and they teach for the purpose of destroying doctrines of devils, doctrine of, That is from the pits of hell surfacing in the church and Christian organization and in families to be deceived is to be misled. And Satan is a master strategist in using deception to lure unsuspecting believers away from God, away from his word and away from his church. That's what he wants to lie you away from the church. Lie you away from the word of God. Lie you away from the church of God. Be mindful. You will never become so spiritually strong or invincible that the enemy cannot deceive you. Did you get that? I, you, I, be mindful. You will never become so spiritually strong or invisible that the enemy cannot deceive you. First Corinthians ten twelve says, therefore, let. The one who thinks he stand, watch out that he does not fall. You're not so strong that you can't fall. I have to keep praying. Say, so doesn't care about me being a pastor for thirty-seven years. I can still fail. You can fall. You can fall. I mean, you can fall. don't 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 fix your mind to say what you can't do. All you got to do is get away from God. You're subject to do anything. You know what they got? I wish I could start calling all the sins in this book. And there's a lot of them, and there's some bad ones too. And every sin in this book was done by people. That's right, by people. Who are people? You and me. And if they did it, you get away from God, you can do it too. You're not invincible. You're not. Pride comes before destruction. How does Satan deceive believers? How does Satan deceive believers? Oh, God help me. How does Satan deceive believers? A, Satan causes believers to have an inflated view of themselves. You have too high a view of yourself. Let me tell you something now. You ain't all that. Satan causes believers to have an inflated view of themselves. That's when he gets the best of you, when you think you've arrived. B, Satan deceives you into thinking happiness comes from having more material possessions. You you get happy. If I can just get this big house, I can get this nice ride. If I can get these nice clothes, if I can get this nice jewelry, man, I'm cooking. I'm making it. I'm successful. Look at me. Ha, ha, ha. You need to read the story of Job. He had all that one could ever have. And he was living righteously for God. And just in a matter of a day, he lost it all. You can do the right thing and still lose it all. You better love God more than your stuff. And what's keeping us from getting to Christ is our stuff. You stepping over stuff. All this stuff on your walls, you don't even know what color your wall is. <laughs> all this stuff out there in that shed. And then you go rent down the street a storage and pay insurance on it and pile up most stuff that you haven't used in five years. Been five years. Let me tell you something. If you haven't used what you have in the last three years, have a rummage sale. Have a yard sale. Give it to Goodwill. Do something constructive with it. Start simplifying your life. The older you get, the less you need. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> people mean well when they give me stuff for the house and for the dresses, for the wall, and, and I just love people to death, and my wife and I look at it, and say, well, we say, where are we going to put this?" <laughs> I said, "We've been married for 43 years. We've been better off with what you call that? a gift certificate to a restaurant. <laughs> we still eat. <laughs> we still eat. <laughs> I don't need another clock. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Tr- We're trying, we trying to downsize, y'all. We're getting older. I am not 31 like when I first came to this town. And y'all need to downsize too. You know, you're struggling to hold all of that stuff. Your kids going to show you how to get rid of it. <laughs> they never have a problem with it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> See, Satan causes a believer to use manipulative or deceptive words for their own personal agenda. He manipulate words. Have a play on words, deceptive words for his own personal gain. Flattery is a dangerous thing if you're trying to achieve something personal from that person, a favor from that person. Oh, you sure look good. They don't look good. It's just something you want. Now, I'm not saying that's the case in every time, but but flattery can be very, very evil if there's an ill motive involved. D. Satan deceives you into thinking you have more time than you actually have to restore relationships. Satan deceived you into thinking you have more time than you actually have to restore relationships. Some of you, I'm talking to you right now, you haven't talked to a certain sibling, and I don't know when. you mad at them for whatever reason. You've been mad at them since you left the house. I'm talking about the house you grew up in. Look how quiet it got then. It's not so funny now. You're still mad. person dead, and you're still mad. Won't put a flower on the grave. Mad. Over mama stuff. Over daddy stuff. Let it go. Is Jesus enough for you? I'd rather have a relationship with my cousin, my friend, my Brother, my sister, my uncle, my aunt, they're going to be mad over this and that that happened 25 years ago and I'm absolutely miserable. It's almost like you enjoy being miserable and that's of no, that's of no kingdom good to you. I mean, God has given you more days to make up, restore a relationship, to witness for Christ. He deceived you into thinking you've got more time. God has given you more time to witness for Christ and listen to this, to yield to the call of God upon your life. That's right. What is the will of God for your life? Why were you born? What are you to be doing now that you just graduated high school, that you just graduated college, that you've just retired? God, okay, you retired now. But you're not supposed to sit back in some rocking chair and say, I got it on easy street. With all this hellishness all over this world, I want God to use me now more than ever before. I don't mind standing up in the wee hours of the mornings to study, to read, to write, to think, to document. My wife doesn't get up at two in the morning, three in the morning, go back to bed, then get back up. I mean, to get here early, work all the way up till the time to come to this pulpit. He said, you've never asked me, uh, is pastor going to show up for my wedding? Pastor, one hour late for my funeral. Is the pastor going to show up for church today? You've never had to ask that in all these years. You know why? Because I'm called to it. It's a desire that God has put In
0: my heart, you can't produce what you do not have. Join the Maranatha Church family on Wednesday, August 4th at 7 p.m. to hear invigorating words of wisdom and encouragement for youth and adults from our guest speaker, legendary coach Jim Rackley, former Judson High School football coach. Just as he ministered to the young men under his charge on the football field, he will minister to youth and adults alike on the field of life. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. We hope to see you there. You need to ask God to put a holy desire
1: in you to serve God to the maximum of your potential Because you have fewer days left on earth to do God's bidding. And you want to make it count every day to the glory of God. I don't want to rust out. I want to wear out. Oh, God, help me. Listen, number six. Satan deceives you into justifying your sins, which keeps you from repenting leaving you spiritually weak and in bondage. Satan deceives you into justifying your sins, which keep you from repenting, leaving you spiritually weak and in bondage. Some folk can sin and just say, yeah, I did it. I, I, I shouldn't have done it. Oh, you didn't repent. Yes, there's room for grace, but there ought to be as greater room for Repentance. There are folk who sin who need to repent. justifying what you've done. Well, I did this because I came up in a single parent home. I didn't know my daddy. I had a failed marriage. I'm on skid row. No, you sin. There are a lot of folk who've been on skid row and had a failed marriage. I didn't know who their father was, and they were successful to the glory of God. Stop blaming folk for your sin. You need to say, I have sinned, I made my mess, and I need to come to God and make it right. Satan deceives you into justifying your sin, which keep you from repenting, leaving you spiritually weak and in bondage, and you won't experience freedom because you keep justifying your sins, and you won't own up to them. And you children out there, Satan know what you're doing when your mom and daddy not looking. He knows when you say you go in here and you've been three other places, then you come back home and say, oh, I just been there and came back. you lying. That's the spirit of lying on you. You can fool some of the folks some of the time, but you can't fool all of the folks all of the time. Be sure your sins will find you out, young folk. God's looking at you. F, Satan deceives saints into thinking that God is obligated to heal them every time they ask him. Satan deceives saints into thinking that God is obligated to heal them every time they ask him. Beloved, when it comes to healing, you must trust the sovereignty of God. God is not obligated to heal every time someone has a catastrophic event every time someone has a car wreck or every time someone gets cancer or whatever it is. Sometimes God says yes. Sometimes God says no. And sometimes God says wait. If God zapped everybody well when you ask, you wouldn't change. You wouldn't change. God wants you to think. And God wants you to learn how to pray. And God holds back healing because he wants you to cry out to him. God may hold out a healing because he wants somebody in your family to get saved. And they may get saved through mama's death or that child's death. The sovereignty of God is like that. He has a right to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. And he don't have to check in with you. The sovereignty of God. We won't understand everything, but that's when our faith comes in and say, even though you slay me, I'm going to trust you. Do I have a witness out there? Yeah. I'm going to trust you. Satan deceive you into relying on your own human wisdom instead of trusting the word of God. That's big, y'all. Anytime you put your wisdom ahead of God's wisdom, you are headed for a catastrophe. Never put your wisdom ahead of God's wisdom. Your wisdom will get you in trouble. Your degree will get you in trouble. Psychology, sociology, all these other allergies can get you in trouble. Matter of fact, those things can lead you away from God. Folk can get, go through all of that and don't come to Christology, the doctrine of Christ. Don't you dare trust human wisdom. You get to this book, young man, young lady. You treasure this book. You read this book. You read it. You know what? You know when you need to really read it? It's when you don't feel like it. That's when you know you need it. I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. God has said that's when you need it the most. A Bible that's falling apart usually blown to a life that's not. Last point for for today. Satan deceives you into entertaining demonic spirits unawares. And some of y'all, you know exactly what you're doing, unawares and purposefully, such as reading horoscope, astrology. I don't want anybody to come here and ask me what my sign is. What my, why do you want to know what my sign is? What, what is that? How is that going to make you better? Sign. Signs. We don't walk by Signs. We walk by the word. Astrology, divination, consulting mediums, and dialing up hell through psychic hotlines. I'm going to call a psychic. You will call up here, you will call outside to secular entities. And you will call that hellish psychic. You're going to dial up hell and, he- and Satan's going to say, hello, <laughs> how may I serve you? And you're going to pay that devil when you don't even pay your tithes. Ooh-hoo. I wish I could see a psychic at H E B somewhere. And I walk up to him and say, he said, "Well, you to side." Be I said, "Well, before you before you tell me anything, I want you to tell me something first. What row is the sugar on? <laughs> if you can't tell me what row the sugar on, why should I trust you with telling me about my life? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't even know what row the sugar on. What, what, where, where's the coffee lady?" But you wanna tell me about my life and who I ought to marry? <laughs> you will tell me how to heal my pain and my hurts, and I'm gonna pay you a hundred dollars and you don't know what a sugar is. <laughs> <laughs> and all God's children said, Amen. I better stop. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, this is the word. <laughs> this is the word. <laughs> the people are perishing for lack of the word. I've said so much and I had so much more to say. I just stopped. My staff know I just stopped. This is all you could do. If you live by what you've been taught today, your life will be 150% better. 200% better. You here today you don't know the Lord. It's time for you to get serious. There's a relative here. I'm not going to call the name. Her grandson was out of town. I'm not going to say where that is either. In college, maybe a year or two. Had a massive wreck. And right now, he's been transferred to another city. And this was months ago, and he's still in recovery Still trying to, to make it. And yet that child was 20, 21. I don't know. There's a pastor I know in town. His son has three or four kids. He's just in his 30s. Had a massive, the son had a massive stroke. Can't move his toes, can't move his fingers. Have to be fed a stroke. There's no age on a stroke. You get there are babies that die of cancer. Y'all talking about corona, corona, corona? Satan so got y'all food. This thing is bigger than corona. There's a whole lot of stuff that can take you out of this world besides corona. I'm so serious about God because I want to see you live again. I want you to be excited in your youth about God. Where are the Samuels in the house? Where are the Davids in the house? Do you have to have something catastrophic to you before you can discover who Christ is God brought you here today because he wanted you to hear this message what you gonna do with it the Bible says believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved And then when you're saved, you live like you save, you talk like you save, you're compliant at home, you have a great attitude at home, you obey the first time at home, you come to church, you get involved. You say, what can I do to make a difference here? I want to rise and shine. I want to seek first the kingdom and let God bless me because of my faithfulness to him. Why should God give you anything and you haven't surrendered your life to him? I say this. If God doesn't give you another thing, he's already given you more than you deserve. This is a Bible teaching church and I love you too much to give you anything less. And it's time for you to settle your spiritual life with God. You know what? At the previous church, years ago, I extended. As a matter of fact, she called me out of the blue just a few days ago. She's in another state now. She was at the previous church that I pastored years ago. And I extended the invitation for people to come to Christ. She was sitting up in the choir with a robe on. She left the choir loft, came all the way down, and sat in that chair. And when I put the mic in her face, she said, Pastor, I just got saved. And I told the people out there, don't you look at her. Don't you talk about her. Because some of y'all got robes on and Usher uniforms on. And some of you draped in this and that. And you just as lost as a goose. Thank God that she was bold enough to own up to her condition. She got saved. We have the media ministry and all of these things now. We have television ministry. All these things. Radio ministry on to this day. Because of what she did she got saved oh I've been a deacon all these years I've been a coordinator I've been at the church I've been this and that who cares what you've done if you if you were lost perhaps somebody under my voice is just getting saved and the word of God says if you're ashamed on me before men and people I'll be ashamed own you before my heavenly father People don't have a heaven or hell to send you to, but God does. He has the last word. Now you get up, you come. Perhaps you're saved, but you don't have a church home. Hey, this is the church. This is your God moment. And you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. For salvation, membership, whatever, you move. The worst thing you can do is stay in that seat, And you rebel, and you get deceived, believing the lie of the devil, when God said, "He don't have to say anymore, I surrender.
0: The Bible tells us that there is no assurance of salvation apart from obedience to God's word, for his word alone gives us that assurance. We must trust in the Lord with all our hearts and acknowledge him in all our ways. Only then can we say we are genuinely saved. On Sunday, August the 1st, at 6.30 p.m., Maranatha Bible Church will host First Sunday Citywide Prayer Gathering, sponsored by the Lighthouses of Prayer of San Antonio. We invite you and all like-minded ministers and churches to join us in the Spirit-filled event as we pray for students, teachers, and those who serve in schools in any capacity, as well as for revival, unity, and healing for our city and nation. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop, 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. We hope to see you there.